ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. Welcome to a new episode of the No Host Bar Crew. I'm your host, Dom, and as always, we are being sponsored by Spreaker, but also our homie, lover, friend, the coldest water. If you're looking for a good, insinuated water bottle that lasts over 36 hours, hot, cold, warm, juicy, anything, so... Use our promo code. The name is Dominic in all caps. That's D O M I N I C K. And again, that it is D O M I N I C K. Get 10% off on the most amazing water bottles in the area. Trust, trust us, we know. And if you fuck with us, we'll actually hook you up with one custom made with no host board on the side. But you gotta fuck with us. You gotta fuck with us. But you know, as always, I gotta introduce the crew because without me, there is no crew. But over, over to going towards my right, we have somebody who's up and going. Y'all might know him as the impeccable ladies man, the big baller, shot caller, twenty-inch blades on the Impala. But now he's a ladies man. But that, but don't fear. You gotta stand up and salute and represent because he's the sergeant of the crew. Pay respects. It's your boy down here. <laughs> I, I kind of want to, uh, I don't say a no, but change that ladies' man thing. Whether that be true or not. <laughs> well, it's allegedly. Allegedly. I am a very happy, well taken man. And to his right, we can have somebody that could be a happily taken man. Sure. But, 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 we're not, we're not, we're not going to judge him. Because y'all know him as his alias, the voice of the streets that puts the intelligence in the seats. And also, too, if he was taken, allegedly, ladies, y'all might know him as the Black Vulture, King Dingling, and the newest model, Dr. Strange. Because he go multi-verse in that pussy, allegedly. But I'm not going to put him out there like that. But you got to, you know... <laughs> but he is the Billy Jean of our crew. Michael Stein. Michael Stein. <laughs> Hold on, you ain't gonna uh, play your. Nah. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Nah. Just, just get to it. I'm not present. I'm not accounted for. I don't care about how everybody's doing it. <laughs> Michael Stein gonna drink the fuck out of this uh, winking owl wine. And, and that's it. <laughs> I, I hope you ain't come here for no intelligence of the streets to put the seats. None of that shit. We ain't doing nothing. No applause. No nothing. Damn. Going hard today. Hold on. Nah, we're going soft. Going soft today. Oh, okay. So you soft ass. However it is interpreted. But also remember, man, you know your motto. Because I'm a stud. I'm not. I'm ballsy. I'm I don't not. take no shit from anyone. I take shit from everyone. <laughs> but you don't take. But you don't take shit to glass dick though, because we all know it's crack. I might smoke a little crack, bro. Fuck oh me. damn, damn, damn. Michael sign off the rails. Bruh. <laughs> Let's change my name from Michael Stein. Let's. We just Mike. Mike Stein. Oh, it, should we call you Big Mike from the Wood? Nah. <laughs> Just Mike Stein. That's it. I'm no longer Michael Stein. I have lost. I have lost my panache. It's gone. Okay. 
Austin Powers when he lost his mojo. I'm just simply Mike Stein. That's it. Nothing special. I'm just regular degular. Well, you know what happens. The spy almost unshagged him. There are no spies. There is no <laughs> shagging. I'm not Austin Powers. No gold I'm, members? I'm Mike Myers. Oh, Mike Myers. <laughs> but if you wanna, want him to get a shag bag, you know, let him know. Let him know. You need him to turn back into Dr. Stein. Or, Dr. or, or don't. <laughs> or don't. Listen, the doctor on my name is not medical doctor. <laughs> it is not PhD. It's an honorary doctorate. Okay? Yes, yes. That's, that's, that's cool. That's no it's wrong like, with that. It's like Dr. Dre. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Legendary beats for your mind. No, it's like Dr. Sean John Combs. Puff Daddy, Diddy, has an honorary doctorate from Howard. It ain't shit about him. That seems doctor. And that is the type of doctor that Mike Stein is. I have an honorary degree. Well, come on, now. He didn't really got an honorary degree from Howard? Yes. Yeah. How the fuck you get that shit? You, you get honored by them. Be, be cool with them. <laughs> be cool with them. Or be influential. Or yeah. get back to the college. I'm just saying, like, that's a official title. He can be called yeah. doctor. Yeah. He ain't take no classes, no nothing. Well, yeah, have, Jim Carrey got one. Yeah, uh, Missy have, Elliott. Just recently got one. Yeah, when you, yeah, when you have a PA, when you have an honorary doctorate or a PhD in general, you have the letters go at the end of your name. The only time you call a person a doctor if they have a PhD is in uh, like academic discussions. A medical doctor uses doctor for the prefix and uses MD after their name. You announce them as doctor as title. PhD don't get that. Okay. Yeah, yeah only in academia. But on the street, no, that's just Sean John Combs. PhD. Yeah. It's an honorary doctor. We should know Dr. Stein. Does it say that. honorary next to PhD? I don't know. I ain't never seen him write his name. It might be like. I'm, a not, little, I'm not saying that. Like when you get a honorary, honorary PhD, yeah. I don't know. Do it say like PhD and parentheses of H mean an honorary PhD? Maybe. I, I, I would think that if niggas really out here getting PhDs. And then they get the letters at the end of their name. I think that they would feel away if this nigga just get right. to use the same letters. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. Well, or maybe it's like getting knighted. Like, you have to be a a, a citizen. But. A citizen of uh, England. Yeah. To be but knighted. But typically everybody, that that, that falls in that cap, uh, category. Same thing to get a, a PhD. You gotta must be a motherfucker went to college and got the credit. So so look, yeah, if you do true. if you do something if you do something in the interest of England, you can get an honorary knighthood, but you cannot call yourself sir. So like Bill Gates, a huge philanthropist and humanitarian, he has been invited to be honorarily knighted a bunch of times and every time he declined it, but it has been bestowed upon him. He can put the letters at the end of his name showing that he has an honorary knighthood. But he cannot refer to himself as Sir Bill Gates. If he accepted it. If, yeah, if he publicly accepted it, he cannot call himself mm -hmm. Sir Bill Gates. So but Ian McKellen, he can. Or Patrick Stewart. That's Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Sir no, Patrick that's, that's because they got actually official they, well, by... Yeah, because they're, they're, they are citizens of England. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is anybody that's, that is... I mean, is there anybody that has been knighted that is not a citizen? Yeah, those are honorary knighthoods. Who? Yeah. Who? I'm asking who. Um, Bill, well, Bill Gates didn't accept his. Uh, I'm pretty sure Elon Musk has one. Like what? any uh, what? several presidents. Yeah, I'm like talking, like right now, I can look it up to see pretty much their titles. 
Yeah, yeah, like, like we can Google like who has honorary knighthoods, okay. and we we can look at the list. Oh, okay. Yeah. But how would how would you feel if y'all got presented with honorary doctorates? Gonna PhD. <laughs> Gonna PhD. I'd walk around in a fucking white coat. Doctor Stein, PhD. This is Mike Stein, I, bro. I, 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 like I met people with PhDs. Like actually, I had a warden. Yeah. And uh, we call wardens warden. That's your title, your yeah. job title. Hey, hey, warden, so and so. That's doctor so and so. Chill the out. Like you're a warden right now. You're not a doctor. I mean, you might have that kind of medical degree or education, but right now your title is warden. All the motherfuckers we call doctors in here who work in the healthcare. Steven Spielberg, Bono, Bill and Melinda Gates, Ralph Lauren, Angelina Jolie, Pele. Angelina Jolie. Who's her dad? Isn't he from England? John Voight. Is he from England? Mm, not that I know of. Okay. Um, uh, Rudy Giuliani and Michael Bloomberg. Um... Yeah, just a list of some. Um, but yeah, like I felt some kind of way she going around getting mad because motherfuckers calling her warden, call me doctor. So in the back of the mind, you was like, so if I had a doctor, a PhD, oh, I'd definitely be on one of them shits. Hey, Gunner, that's Doctor Gunner. But then they'll probably come to you and be like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so your warden had a, a MD, uh, like a medical degree. I don't know because she came from a. From the mental health place, so I would imagine so. Okay, yeah. Usually, like a a, a PhD or a doctorate, whatever in medicine. Yeah, you you are a medical doctor. I get it. So, but you're not a medical doctor right now. Your role that you play at this yeah. facility right now, yeah. is warden. Yeah, you I might mean, have a doctor, but you're a warden. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Like, usually in just like PhDs, like. You're, you are like a doctor of philosophy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not calling you that, like, if you the, if you the, you know, chair or you the head of a department, oh, we'll stop by Dr. So-and-so's office. That's the chair of English. Or that's the chair. Yeah. Like, when we in academia, for sure. But, like, on the street, like, nah, bitch, your name Janet. Like, I'm not calling you doctor or professor nobody you just are a goddamn individual as far as i'm concerned right now because we're in the realm of academia and i feel the same way about a doctor like if we not in the doctor's office bitch i'm named janet like i'm not calling you doctor bitch. shit mm. i don't know nothing i'm just mike stein mikey <laughs> like one of the ninja turtles or <laughs> from uh look who's talking huh uh or from look who's talking Oh. The baby's still talking. Or from life, life cereal, yeah. Life with Mikey. Hey Mikey, I think he likes it. Bruh. Or Bow Wow, like Mike. Well, I don't know because him liking Mike made Atlanta Brown tell him he uh, had some good pussy. On that mm -hmm. note, we definitely have to go into. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that definitely we have to go into. Definitely, that's a good segment. Yeah, yeah. No, wait, 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 wait. I got it. I'm sorry, bro. Not this row. I got. It. I got to go into our what we do best. Oh shit! Here we go again. Here's the motherfucking tea. So, 
the person that we know as Orlando Brown, you know, he's been going through a lot, as always. Uh, he had an interview, and he just happened to just, you know, talk about a lot of people. The most important per person he talked about was uh, Bow Wow, and they told me he had yeah, some good... He has some good ass pussy. I think I could probably research that real quick. Yeah, find that clip. Yeah. This is Orlando Brown on Bow Wow. This this has been a back and forth. The original video, Bow Wow made a post. Orlando Brown responded. What so, kind of post did he make? On uh, Twitter. Oh, so a verbal post. Or it, it, words. Yeah, transcripted post. On I'm going to just uh, play it short real quick, but uh, here you go. With little Bow Wow who was on there. He asked Lil Bow Wow. I ain't got a problem with Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow got some bomb ass pussy. <laughs> 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 with Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who is on there? Last time we watched 106 and Park. From last time it was hot. What's the weather? Do. What's the weather today, y'all? With Lil Bow Wow. Who is on there? <laughs> you got a problem with Lil Bow Wow? I ain't got a problem with Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow got some bomb ass pussy. Maybe he was getting good pussy. Let me, 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 Okay, so I hate his voice. Since since we legends gotta speak on uh fuckery. I'm yeah. filming my new TV show as we speak and preparing for a sold out show at the O2 Arena for the Millennium Tour in London. I'm a thirty five year old father. I don't play them type games. Uh you do know this is Bow you talking to, right? I am a boy Damon. And then he followed up with he, he was saying, like, uh, he, he furthered that tweet up by saying, tweaked out. But, you know, uh, but, you know, dude really need help. Now, I'm saying, that's why we ain't tripping on him. Nobody taking him serious. It's sad because he has the potential to be great. It's sad. Them drugs. That's that. So, that was Lil Bow Wow's tweets. And then uh, Orlando Brown responded in a follow-up video.
Yeah, he was just, you know, he just wanted to further reiterate that he thinks that uh, Bow Wow has a bomb pussy. Those are Orlando Jones' words, not Mike Stein's. Um, I hope not. <laughs> but yeah, weird. Yeah. I mean, Orlando been on like some weird shit for like the last five years anyway. When he was talking about like smashing Raven, and then he was like, rawr, rawr, rawr. <laughs> he was speaking Yeah, I don't know. Dude, weird, but he seemed to be really harping on the fact that Bow Wow has bomb pussy. And if you have, if you old enough to follow Bow Wow's storied career, there was a point in time where there was um, a lot of allegations that Bow Wow had been. Um, violated or that he was engaging um wasn't it with Usher or some shit? It was maybe Usher his driver, Diddy. There were some allegations of Bow Wow engaging in either consensual or non consensual sex uh with uh his uh, other males in the music industry. And this was um I don't know, like right before like Mike, um, I mean, look, uh, Young Jeezy famously rapped on um, the remix to Gorilla Zoe's uh, smash hit, uh, Hood Nigga. Um, young Jeezy, and I quote, uh, first off, I'm a motherfucking G, and I never let a bitch love Bow Wow me. I don't know if he meant that Bow Wow was in play or if he was making uh, a reach back to the... Um, uh, former allegations of Little Bow Wow getting Little Bow Wow that um, Orlando John Brown was referring to. Shout out to Orlando Jones, though. Yeah, but uh, on that, I have to say. I think that Orlando Brown would be playing a different song. The song they closed out. The After Dark. The last episode. <laughs> you guys are familiar with it. Go back and listen. To our previous episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, so so people that don't know. Um, you ain't gotta play it, but y'all should just go back and listen to the After Dark uh, episode. So, <laughs> what's going on with R. Kelly? I seen something, I ain't click on it. He said his first day in prison did not go well or something. Uh, I don't know about that. I just know he got 30 in New York. He's due to sit. He's 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 set to do trial in Chicago in August, and he has another one in like Minnesota. Damn. He has another unrelated case in Minnesota. I know, I know, I know. He fucked a lot of chicks, but god damn. I know he had holes in different area codes. I'm sorry, little holes in different area codes. Because these are well, some of them males, some of them females. No, 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 no. I mean, uh, I was gonna say the, the federal. Like, yeah. Yeah, these are federal charges. But if they're federal, why aren't they just being handled at one time? Well, they're not. Oh, maybe they state. Because if you go to different states, you handle yeah. the state charges. Yeah, well, maybe it's maybe it is state. I thought it would be federal. I would, but maybe the severity of it. But if it's state, maybe he got both. I mean, it could be state. I, I mean, it could be. The thing is, like, he probably got a good lawyer to handle all. Because I know, like, especially where I work at, when cats got multiple cases in different locations, 
they usually get their lawyers to handle the case while they locked up. Yeah. So they can get their time to run concurrent. So if a motherfucker got five years to do, he don't want to get out and go back to court and get another five years. Now you got to do another five years. Versus if you get your lawyer on it and they give you five years here, five years here, five years there, they don't equal 15. They're going to run a concurrent. You just run off, you just do your five years. And count for all three. I, I, I so let's say New York gave him thirty. Let's say Chicago give him thirty. Yeah. And Minnesota give him thirty. He ain't got to do ninety years. He just got to do thirty. But also at the same time, if it's states, I want to say federal, you do all your time. The state, at least I know, like with Illinois, you got that little fifty percent. Depending on the charges or the severity of the charges. Yeah. But typically, you do fifty percent of your bid. So you get thirty years. You just got to do fifteen. I got a question. Do you feel like when R. Kelly got up in there, like his, you was talking about his first day, his first night there wasn't as good. Do you feel one of the uh, inmates went up to him and was like, Let me stick my key in your admission. He probably sang it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Let me stick my key in your ignition. The regular one or the remix? Yeah. Don't matter. Trip, trip, trip. They told me to sing on their microphone. <laughs> I, I really don't know. I just, just being funny. I mean, was his mind telling him no, but them inmates was telling him yes? Inside of a boss, number 12, the Capricorn. Came up to him, like, we do this the easy way or the hard way? The choice is yours. <laughs> like, the greatest you, the greatest me. The greatest sale. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, well, not to interject anything, but even though this is... I, I'm not going to say it's fucked up for R. Kelly because at the end of the day, <laughs> it is. But how do we move forward? Because it's like, you can't deny the fact that this dude was a great writer and a great producer and everything else. But how can we separate the artist from the human Characteristics yeah. of this man. It's like well, how yeah. can you how can people, you listen to bump and grind, but you know for a fact that he was bumping grinding on thirteen year olds. That that question is loaded with hypocrisy, because for every person that they don't do that to, it's somebody that they will do that to. Like, oh no, I don't I don't judge the whatever. Prime example, like all shit with R. Kelly, motherfuckers. Like I'm still gonna listen to R. Kelly. Like I know mad dudes who was singing the the Frank Ocean joint. A tornado flew around my room before you came. Excuse the niggas was singing that. I mean, they were singing it. And then they found out Frank Ocean uh, is a part of the Alphabet community. Shout out to the Alphabet community. Yes. It was a ban on Frank Ocean's music. Like niggas do not fuck with the same niggas. I remember the time a new feel. Ask him to sing it right now. Ask him. Ask him. They not. I mean, you can't. You can't. That's not separating the artist from the music. Yeah, but, but you do it for the, Kels. Yeah, but it's like you can't even listen to Frank Ocean like "Sweet Life" because it's like. Hmm. But they don't do it to Luther though. But and that's hard too because Luther was Luther's nice. Good. Yeah, but never too much. Fucking take you out. out. Oh, so yeah. So now it, it depends <laughs> on if you come out or not. No, no, I'm, <laughs> gonna say, I'm gonna say Luther never came out. It's just a heavy uh, speculation. Frank Ocean came out. So it's hundred percent factual. Uh, for sure, but we should Luther is speculation. So no, nah, that nigga ain't same thing with Prince. 
But he, but, but he was the original. He was the original Mr. Steel Girl. So it's like you, you nobody know. cooperated the the Prince story though. Uh, pretty much everybody who Luther Vandross was close to cooperated that story. He was uh, happily closeted homosexual. I think uh, Patty Labelle even put, put Patty Labelle, out there. Bruce Valanche. Yeah. Um, his whole friend circle. But I get what Gunner's saying because he never officially just stated like everybody like bam. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers love Freddie Mercury. That too. Well, I mean, another I don't one. Everybody. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people I, love him. A lot of people love Elton John. I don't say everybody. And a lot of people love George Michael. But you said, but it's all about them. I'm not saying. Why not Frankie? I'm saying culturally, niggas really ain't listening to no Elton John, Freddie Mercury. Culturally, that's why we say everybody. No, Luther. Everybody listen to Luke. That's a cultural thing. No, I don't know. A lot of older people listen to Freddie Mercury. Older, 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 yeah. yeah a lot of a lot of older people listen to Luther too. Older, still culturally. Yeah, but our I'm generation sure. listen to uh, Luther as well and Freddie Mercury. Because also, uh, we say older older people. Freddie Mercury was around Queen. in that time frame of music too. Queen was big in that time frame of music. Yes, I mean they, the Beatles were big. Yeah, that time frame of music. What you talking about, motherfuckers? Now they couldn't even tell you. Probably sing a song from who Queen is. Unless it's uh, another another one bites the dust. I mean, everybody you got the champions. Know. Yeah, everybody knows. Like, or uh, we will rock actually. you. I really didn't yeah, know it was we Queens rock. either. Honestly, I knew the songs in. Yeah, see, but <laughs> uh, like certain things, like I didn't like Bon Jovi. As I got older, I learned names to the songs. Yeah. But the songs I've heard yeah. before. But I was going to, I could also interject too as well. Like, uh, I remember me and you have like really good debates about Michael Jackson because I know that's one of your favorite uh, artists of all time. Degrees. But when Invincible came out and he was going through all that uh, child, you know, the child court cases and stuff. You still stuck by his side, yeah. All the way to the, all the, still to this very day, like you still stuck to his side all the way through. So my question to you is like, did, uh, when the R. Kelly situation went down, did you still stick with R. Kelly? Because yeah. I think we also had debates as well. I still listen to R. Kelly. Yeah, that's his music. Like it's just one of the things. Like I tell you, you gotta trust people to be who they are. If you're a child molester, that's fine. Molester, so molester. But you a good ass singer? Yeah, yeah. You got on the stage. Like, it's just one of them things. Like, you, you'll be. What? Well, got talents. But also, people got vices. Yeah. Keep your vices away from me. Yeah, and we're not perfect. I can so. enjoy your talents, but keep your vices away from me. So, yeah, you might be a little boy molester, but if you live over in Never Never Land or whatever, I ain't, I'm nowhere near that. But your music can reach me over here, and that's cool. I listen mm. to your music. I'm yeah, saying that with you, Cliff. Like, was there any artist that you know what was. Fucked. <laughs> Mike Stein. <laughs> Continue. No, I'm sorry. Dr. Stein. Sorry. But AKA Mike Stein, AKA Michael Stein, AKA Dr. Strange. But uh, I know that, uh, did you support any artists during the time period when they was going through a rough patch? Because, you know, R. Kelly or Michael Jackson. I mean, or, I, not R. Kelly, but like my reasoning is like, I don't know. I got like a, it's, it's a compounded reasoning. Uh, Michael Jackson. Um, when I was listening to Michael Jackson as a kid, that's when my parents played, and they had a huge influence on my musical taste. And then there was a period where I was making up my own ideas about music, and I was listening to whatever I wanted to listen to. 
And then as I became an adult, it could really have a great appreciation for music. Yeah. I went back and I started like really listening to Michael Jackson's music. Now, uh, I've spoken about this before. Like, gosh, like I get like the overarching topic. It's like the same thing, right? We're talking about like uh, artists in their personal life and the artists for their artistry and the separation or non-separation of the two. I understand that, but it's so weird to me that anytime somebody say R. Kelly, and then people start bringing up Michael Jackson, and Michael Jackson was acquitted of all charges. Michael Jackson was under a ten-year investigation by the FBI. And if we know anything about the FBI, historically speaking, yep, uh, they only want to nail niggas. Like that's kind of their thing. Like that's their whole thing. Like the FBI want to get niggas up out of here. And what what is a greater trophy? than getting one of these uppity niggas who think they above the law up out of here. If they had something on Mike, Mike would have been in jail and they would have relished and championed that because Michael Jackson was taking a lion's share of the listening audience. Like, it, there was no competition because it's Mike. They would have loved to take him down a peg, right? If they could have got him, they would have got him. There was nothing to get. When we when they interview those people after the fact and they go back and say, no, nah, we were coerced into saying those things. And it didn't matter because he wasn't convicted on anything. R. Kelly has been. And even if we don't say shit about the Chicago shit, the Minnesota shit, or nothing else, yeah. right now, he has been convicted. Uh, as far as like I feel about it, no, nah, you, can't, you can't separate artists and their music. So if an artist does something that doesn't align with me, then I'm not going to fuck with that artist. In the case of Michael Jackson... We had a period of time for for him to prove his innocence, and he proved that. If it came out that Michael Jackson was fucking on little boys, I won't listen to Michael Jackson either, because that doesn't currently that doesn't align with with my views and opinions. That's some weird, sick ass shit. And I have kids, so it changes my perspective a bit than it would for somebody who doesn't have kids. Now, my kids are heavily influenced by everything I do say and listen to. Yeah, now with now with you saying that, with Michael Jackson, is it the same with R. Kelly? Like, can you separate the artist from his music and production and writing and everything else? I can't. I'm, I don't believe that yeah. anybody who says that yeah. is 100% truthful. That's why I gave the example of Frank Ocean. If you really could, y'all love that song. Y'all love Frank Ocean as an artist for a period of time until you found out he was gay. And then y'all stopped fucking Actually, with him. Actually, by it, but yeah. Like, motherfuckers was fucking with Frank Ocean. Like... He was up there, but and then found you? that out, and it was over with. And that would happen to a whole lot of people. The only reason, like, Lil, Lil Nas X, and it's a lot of people who don't yeah. listen to Old Town Road no more because they found out yeah. Lil Nas X was gay. Like, no. For people who be saying, like, yeah, I can separate the art. No. You just you just taking it as a package deal. If you fuck with their music, then you're not canceling them. And that's fine if that's how you feel. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay for, with people who still listen to R. Kelly. I'm okay with that. I'm not mad at y'all. But I just don't like the narrative that, yeah, no, I can separate the No, you can't. But so can you separate that from Luther, as we discussed before? Are you? I don't have a problem with him being, I don't have a problem with uh, people being gay in general. Okay. So that doesn't go against my current views and opinions. But you'll so still listen to I'm him. I'm going to fuck with Luther. All right. Yeah. And so I'm going to fuck with Frank. I'm going to fuck with Lil Nas X. So but if I was, if I was. I'm curious now. You don't fuck with R. Kelly because of. What he been convicted of doing? Yeah, and how do I know that the music that you was making 
a lot of people's music is influenced by their life decisions. That's weird if you was talking about you remind me of my Jeep and that was about a child. That's weird. I get it. But at the same time, like, you got kids, it's that mother. Yeah. But at the same time, there are motherfuckers who may or may not be convicted or charged, whatever, but their music, their lifestyle and music are saying, like, let's say, I'm just you selling drugs. Motherfuckers out here selling drugs. Yeah. Or even shooting at people. Yeah. To me, everything can be chucked up to the kids. It could be trying to sell drugs to my kids. They could have been a bullet could have a straight bullet could have hit my kid. But the, the things that these people are doing destroy lives as well. But you listen to that music. Mm -hmm. So what is it that makes a person bad? Mm, good point. Good point. Good, good. Very good question. Um, I almost relegate that back to the nigga conversation, right? Like, we know how much malice and shit is surrounded by it, yet we still use it. I use the word nigga because, to me, when I look at myself, I am a nigga. I am that. When I listen to music about drug dealing, I sold drugs. I have sold drugs. When I listen to music about robbing people, I have robbed people. I have kicked in people's doors. Allegedly. I have done, I have done these things allegedly. So, just based off of that, the only thing that makes it okay is because you've done it. It's not the only thing that makes it okay, but that's why I still choose to listen to that music because that's something that that I am of. So just so mainly because R. Kelly, because you're not of sleeping with younger girls, you don't like the music. So if you slept with younger girls, it'd have been okay. Because what you're saying, because you sold drugs, because you kicked in doors, that type of lifestyle makes it okay to listen to that type of music. Yes, but because you wasn't sleeping with little kids, even though still illegal. Yeah. It's not okay because you wasn't you wasn't a part of your life. Do you think those are the same thing? As like, what? are illegal? we saying like just because they both illegal? Like, are we putting like child molestation? No, I mean, illegal no. and uh, uh, criminal crimes. Because also, like, what makes a person bad? Because they make a crime bad. I mean, it's illegal. Because that's the only thing I can say that will stand across the board as far as what makes them bad. Okay. Because the rest is personal opinion. Yeah. On what makes them bad. So illegal is the yeah. only thing that. So yeah, it's so, lacrosse. Uh, yeah, I think so. I personally think, and and the things that are illegal, they have been determined uh, by the masses, uh, by society. Society has deemed these things okay and was not okay. So if we're talking about like a question of morality, morality is always up to subjectiveness. It's up to interpretation. Um, I don't. I won't say that based on that argument. I won't say that R. Kelly is a bad person. That is just a person. Mm -hmm. Whose behaviors I do not align with, and I do not, I am not of those behaviors. Okay. So I choose to distance myself from him and his works now, because I, his works may be representative of his lifestyle, which music is a lot. So I'm just going to distance myself from him. Oh, now, now I want to interject. Uh, can you say the same thing for Trey Songz and Chris Brown because they both got charged with? Well, you know, with Trey Songz, he got charged with. He's being charged with rape with that young with that young lady. Is he? Can we? Yeah, and then same thing with Chris Brown because we all know the Rihanna story. He, and then also too the situation that's going on right now, where he's being accused. Was, uh, is it rape? I do believe. Uh, I could be wrong, but allegedly, but it so, could be. So what became? Can, a, I mean, can you separate the artist from that as well? Was, I don't know. He was under nothing. I yeah, really, I um, can't see these niggas raping nobody. Too many bitches. Look, Ti verse. 
uh, never be charged with rape. Too many bitches charged me. Um, like, same thing with Ti. Ti got Ti got charged with. Uh, yeah. As far as far as like, as far as the the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation. So when I look at that situation, um, any kind of domestic abuse situation. Um, and it's fucked up, but did you still it support? Is. I don't. I don't think. Um, I, I think that uh, a domestic abuse situation, a lot of them, and not all the time. Yeah. Let me be careful. I think that a lot of times, um, there is an antagonistic relationship between them, but there is malice on both sides. I think that something as a because it takes two people to argue, a disagreement, whatever. I think that was ill will on both people's sides. And that situation happened to escalate to the point of physical violence. And as we watched that case unfold, um, Chris Brown went out. He apologized. And not only did he go on the world tour for apologizing, Rihanna forgave him. And they got back together before they... And they, and they were like, so how am I to... Do I think what he did on a personal level, what I think what he did was right? No. Nah. I think that you could have avoided like whooping her ass, but I'm not. I wasn't in that situation, and I, and by me listening to my music, it doesn't mean uh, I'm championing his behaviors. But what it does mean is that I think that Chris Brown uh, put significant effort into redeeming himself. I don't think that that same thing has happened for R. Kelly. I think R. Kelly's sick, like more than I think he's bad. I think he's sick. Well, it's a difference, I believe, as far as, like, you say redeeming yourself. You don't redeem yourself when you've been found, like, fucked up or wrong. So he was, the situation happened. I don't think if it was publicized, he would be going on war to redeem himself because there would be nothing to redeem from. So let's say in R. Kelly's sake, he got caught on some shit. Now is the time to redeem. Right now, he's just caught on his actions. Well, he's been... He's been allegedly caught on his actions before. I mean, he's been to court before, mm-hmm. and the Aaliyah allegations have been going on. And the like those things, and the those things, sex whether, whether <laughs> it was publicly believed, it was publicly known. Mm-hmm. That information was out there, and even after that, it seemed like you continued your behavior. But that one was consensual. Uh, who? Aaliyah. That's not how she spoke about it. It seemed like a massive amount of coercion, and she was also fourteen. So that's yeah. weird to say it's consented. Wow, I'm talking about parents. I'm sure that kids didn't say, "I'm gonna fuck your daughter," and they was like, "All right, cool." Come on, yeah, more or less. Like, what the fuck you? For her to end up with him, I think they were married. Yeah, and the marriage got to know because they have proof about that. Do we know why the, the marriage happened? Uh, do we know why? No. Yeah, the marriage. The, the marriage. Was was in place because R. Kelly feared that he had gotten Aaliyah pregnant. Okay. So that's to protect him from that. Okay. Yeah. It's not like he just wanted to, and I'm sure that was unbeknownst to her parents. Mm-hmm. Them them letting her go with him under the guise of he's going to make her into a star. Well, we've seen that happen before. We've seen people be taken under the wings of We've seen Lil Bow and Jermaine Dupree, like one of the biggest examples. Like, he took Little Bow Wow at, like, 12 or 13 and pretty much raised him from that point into an adult. We seen, and I don't know what Birdman be on, but we seen him do that with Lil Wayne and BG. 
And allegedly, they and, all on Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne and Turk. And they, well, I don't know if Turk's on it, but allegedly on gay, gay shit. Yeah. Bye bye, allegedly got some good pussy. From Orlando Brown. No, yeah. shit, no. Yeah. There was also stories of, like you yeah. said, JD, I mean, not JD, but, uh, no, JD some, said, like, it was, it was some, some shit, shit yeah. with JD, too. Because right. they was talking about that and, like, Chris Cross. Yeah. There was some alleged, you know, weird shit going on with. And you can, uh, you can even say the same thing with, uh, Usher and Justin Bieber. That, nah, and, that, 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 and, and also, too, uh, B2K, Omarion, Marcus, Houston, and uh, the management group. Okay, Tuck, or... listen. <laughs> it seems that in Hollywood... I'm just saying. You I'm take just a saying. child into your wing, you're going to fuck the child. I'm sure there are some examples of that not happening, and there were no allegations of it. I think that you can take someone and nurture their talent and help them and guide them in a way where they won't be taken advantage of as far as like musically or financially while they're coming up through the in industry. I do think there are examples of that. But yeah, the examples that we got are but I'm saying, can very you, least sworn with allegations of some sort of sexual abuse. But I'm saying, can um, you separate the artist from that? Like, can you still listen to the music? I know Gunner stated that he can still listen to the music. You stated that you can't. That's why I was also including other artists. Sexualized, you know, they might have a different gender of being, you know, gay or bi. We have no problems with that over here. But more of like other artists as well that has been, you know, sexually molested, raped or abused and stuff. But they still get, they still get respect. Henceforth, Chris Brown, even though now that they're, now that they're, He's being accused of the situation with the young lady, mm -hmm. and they're if they feel as if is it's affecting his album sales. But at the same time, too, when the situation happened with Rihanna, everybody dogged the fuck out of him. It took him a minute to get back to where he's at. He may not be the same, but Rihanna, you know, forgive forgive him and stuff. And they got back together. It didn't last as long, but it's like, yeah, can can we still separate that? And appreciate the music I, that they I think created. It's just up to, I think it's just up to the the individual. Yeah. And like I said, like whatever, like to me, like whatever you're gonna do, like long as you like that around the board. Like if you fuck with, some, if you don't give a fuck what artists do, you gonna listen to their music because their music just stand stand alone, for sure. Then if you find out like any of your favorite artists then done some weird shit or something that you don't align with, if they come out as gay or come out as trans or whatever, or they transition, like, no, nah, if you like that music, still listen to that music. Like, that shouldn't be the reason that you stop listening yeah. to them. Like, either be on that side of the fence or be on the other side of the fence where if a person's personal behaviors don't align with your own for whatever reason, then choose not to listen to them. Because, you know, it's like with Kevin Gates and that situation going on with him talking about in, which one? Because he got a lot of situations. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, like, can you separate him from the music? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so for me, yeah, I've never listened to Kevin Gates. I can say I did because two photos come on. Like, when I listen, I'm talking about not your album. Oh no, not me. I, I've never listened to Kevin Gates. Yeah. So and then let's say further shit come out with him. Because I'm not going to send nigga music. <laughs> Which I don't. I never have, though. But it's not so much a separation of him from his music. It's I've never listened to you. So for me, it's like, I can't listen to your music. 
It's not saying it's because of the person. I mean, it is and it ain't, but I never listened to you to begin with before I knew this about you. I yeah. To you. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. before, like Sam Smith, listen to his shit. Same shit out of his shit. And found out he was gay. I was like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> still listen to his shit, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? The, 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 the Nas X. Yeah. Never listened to his shit. He didn't have nothing but that. Yeah, old country, yeah, though. No. And he only had Old Town Road. Yeah. And he came out gay. I actually like him more now. Really? Hell yeah, yeah. Because he came out, or just the music, or the what? The music. Oh, okay. I like him more now. Hmm. I like him more now because he ain't give a fuck. He's still on his shit. Yeah, I think I, I, I respect. Like, I respect yeah. that. Yeah. Like that. What's that? Say my name, shit. Yeah. Yeah, Montero. My, my oh boy, love that shit. <laughs> How you feel about the uh, the joint with Jack Harlow? Yeah. Yeah, that too. That's a burner. Like, it is what it is the champions. It was just weird watching the video. Like, <laughs> Jack Harlow come on. Like, is this nigga finna be naked too? He said he was. I know. And he would have been asked. Whoa, 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 whoa. Woo. Really? Yeah. Really? Jack, Jack okay. Harlow was like, nah, if he would have asked me to, like, whatever, well, like, I'd have been video naked. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd get the video naked. But, uh. He's yeah, like, that's my friend. Well, okay. I'll give you that. So, like,. I still ain't got no Nas X album or nothing like that, but uh, like I actually like I didn't like that Old Town Road shit. Yeah. But that say my name Montero. Yeah. Oh, fire. Until you, you saw the like video. Old Town Road? It was one of them dumb, dancey, catchy songs. It like had no weight to it. Everybody to just put music out just to be dance. I mean, I don't say damn music meant to dance to me, but I mean like. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're drinking on a uh, winking owl, courtesy of uh. AKA Mike. Just Mike Stein, man. Yeah, Mike Stein. <laughs> so get it at Walmart for two ninety five, I do believe. Was that correct? Uh Aldi. Oh, I'm sorry, Aldi's, yes. Two dollars and ninety five cent. Yes. Free plus free tax. advertising, so we just drinking no, and talking. Not plus tax. Oh. Because I I got two bottles and it was five ninety. Hmm. I think we got a whatever on grocery tax. Yes. Yeah, anything out the grocery store, they not taxing right now. Oh. I think all stores. Like, for everybody? Yeah, I think so. It's a sign on the door of Walmart. I heard something, so I forget where I was at. It was all that state taxes, but federal, you get those. So, something like, you, you, I guess, I don't know what was in reference to that. I thought it was a bit, so I was in Sam's, that's what I was yeah. saying. So, I don't know if somebody buying something for their business, and they was talking about taxes, and they said, yeah, you ain't got to pay state taxes, but federal taxes, you still got to pay yeah. Well, shoot, uh, let's go on to our other small topic. Uh, so, and we could probably take this all the way to uh, to our break, but uh, most of everybody, we have seen the infamous uh, versus episode of Omarion and uh, Mario. Now, we're now seeing the after effects of it. And do you really think that Omarion actually sang, or was he just a good entertainer? Like a good dancer. Because, me personally, I didn't think that he could really sing, in my personal opinion. No disrespect, well, bro. But singing, though? Yeah, like, it's okay, like, I, 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 like, I, I do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, but a motherfucker would hit a note, you can say, say not. To me, my definition of singing is more of like, you've been vocally trained for years. Coming from church or anything, like, you know, school, high school, anything. You've been vocally trained. And you are able to actually understand what you're singing how to project the notes yeah, how to bring it, emotions into it and then you can also bridge. sing it from that sing it from the studio 
to actual live. I don't think Prince was trained. Well, I'm just saying from my perspective because you asked me what's the definition yeah, of saying. But Prince is more Prince is more of a musician. Now, is he a singer? Yes, but musician wise, top bar. Yeah, I think I think he is a performer and a musician who could sing. I don't think he's a singer. I don't think Prince was a singer. I think he had some songs where he sang well on. I don't think Prince is a singer. He is a performer. And a fucking uh, S class. And musician. I love Prince. I love Prince Death, but love Prince too. Yeah, like, but he was one of those people where you put him in the studio, he's going to create something. Like, I mean, and we've all right. So I I throw okay, this out to you. Do you think that Michael Jackson was a singer or a person who could sing? This has been this is a heavily debated question. A lot of people like to say Michael Jackson was a uh, like a, like a percussionist. Uh, the way that he used his voice, it was like a percussionist or like a like just an instrument, like a, a instrumental vocalist. Well, um, well, this is what versus I, being an actual singer. This is, but I've I've seen yeah, evidence but, to support both camps. I've seen Michael Jackson do things vocally that there's a uh, if anybody care to hear. Or whatever. Uh, I don't remember the name of the next podcast. I'll tell you how to handle the person on YouTube. They have, from, uh, for for obvious reasons, uh, an unnamed individual in the music industry, and they have not the stems. The stems is like raw, the 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 raw from recording session, um, but after it's been like I think mixed. After something been mixed and mastered, stems are the layers. So these are the drums, these are the whatever, these are the whatever. He has the raw audio from the recordings. So you can hear Mike, like Mike had his feet mic'd up, the platform that he stood on. So you can hear him tapping his feet. You can or hear, probably snapping you can his hear, fingers or anything. you hear uncompressed music, uh, his vocals of him singing in more than one mic. When he move his face away from the mic and then move it back. Uh, no distortion on the audio. This is not mixed, not mastered. This is the raw audio in and it's every track. The person playing the drums, the person playing the, the piano, the 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 weird ass synth sounds, yeah. the backup singers, when Mike double layer his track where he's singing higher and lower to make harmony, like everything that's in a Michael Jackson song, every piece of it. Is layered out in the track, and it's the raw audio. Yeah, to to not a lot, but a lot of people will. I've seen people make arguments that like he had the ability to sing, but Mike wasn't the greatest singer, or the greatest singer. Well, well, not 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 to interrupt. I have to disagree because you have to think like Michael Jackson really loved music, and he was clearly influenced by James Brown, and vocally. It's it was natural to him. So as so when he was in his young age, at his he's prime, yeah, it like like he was an yeah, amazing singer. with the Jackson Five, like nobody couldn't sing like that at a young age. Now as he got older and his voice developed more, yes, yeah. he did. He did. He did. He, 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 did. he created his own sound. But yeah. if you listen to, that's why me personally, when everybody when we was talking about what's his best album, in my personal opinion. My personal favorite is Off the Wall simply because he finally was able to... Which one got Dirty Diana? That's bad. Which one got Liberian Girl? Bad. 
Bad might be my favorite album. I know, and that's, that's cool. That's cool. It was I Thriller. It. I argued yeah. that Thriller. Yeah. Well, I, I said Off the Wall was the best. Yeah. And then we started naming the tracks off of Thriller, and I was like, I don't know, bro. I no. think Thriller got to be. Off the, off to me, Off the Wall is my personal favorite simply because. I think that is mine. No, I, and that's, that's cool. I have no problem with that. Off the Wall was my personal favorite was because he was finally in his element to where he was able to really express himself. The percussionist part, like, you could hear him doing pop. Like hearing them with orchestra sounds, hearing them sounding uh, like singing disco, R and B. There's a little bit of jazz. There's a yeah. song. There's a song in there called "I Can't Help It," written and produced by Stevie Wonder. That him doing jazz vocals, and then like you know, there's like you know he's. What am I? What am I? I think. And like you know, like uh, my favorite don't don't don't, don't stop, don't stop till you get enough. My and, favorite Michael Jackson and song else. is. Yeah. is I, I don't know if it's my favorite because I go back and forth between that song, Dirty Diana, and yeah. Liberian Girl. But it's definitely in my top three Michael Jackson songs, and I listen to the song pretty much every Thursday. It's the the title track, Off the Wall. Yeah. I go. fucking love that song. The world is on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, see that's, that's the thing I like because, and I think at that time as well, during the 70s and 80s, you had a lot of mixers and engineers really learning how to use the mic in different ways to get the best sound and the best vocals out of an artist. Whereas now, you know, and Gunnar can, can attest to this, where everything is on everything is on the computer. So they got the mic right there. You don't, they're, they're singing. Whereas Michael Jackson, you hear him with Quincy Jones, he's telling him to sing forward, take two steps back, sing again to add Vocal, background vocals take two steps back and sing it again and his voice was so damn good and strong that you can project it without the mic now I will admit and I will admit when it got to Invincible I felt that his voice was kind of raspy and and me and Gunnar debate about this a lot too I didn't like Invincible but now Ten years later, because it's the anniversary of it, yeah. listening to it, I fucked up on it because there is a lot of good, like Invincible is more more R and B than than the previous albums except for Off the Wall. But vocally, he was immaculate. Like you listen to yeah. Butterflies, he's hitting high notes that I didn't think he could do that. And then my personal favorite out of Invincible is uh, Heaven Can Wait. Produced by Teddy uh, Teddy Riley, which was actually a demo from uh, another writer, and also Black Blackstreet did a demo for it before Michael Jackson actually took that, which is the same thing for Joy, because Joy uh, okay. Michael Jackson written that that was his, but based off the strength that he knew Teddy Riley, Teddy I was like, let me get that, but okay, but yeah, but like vocally, I thought that Invincible was probably his weakest album because vocally it wasn't there. And now listening to it now, I can reappraise it and appreciate it that you can really like it's it's a very underrated album. To vocally, and that's why I was like, you know what? I have to admit that when it comes to singing, he can really sing. It's just unrelated and, but yeah. tangent. You was talking about them like giving songs to each other. Yeah. So, um, uh, the Pharrell. Yeah. So good up, my bad, bro. My bad on Invincible because you told me that was you like that album. We had strong debates about that. The, but go ahead. Yeah. The, the song "Stunt" by Pharrell, featuring Jay Z. Y'all remember that song? Stunt or front? Front, front. Yeah. 
Alright, so, so then we try. Then in the slow down we kiss you kiss to go fast we touch. Yeah. Fast and we got and I knew it there and I was gonna tell your ass up. He wrote that song for Prince. And Prince turned it down. Prince turned it down. Who? Who wrote it? Pharrell okay. wrote that song for Prince. So if you listen to how he's singing on there. Yeah, he's singing. It's in the it. style yeah. of Prince. He wanted Prince to do that song. And that was, it was, Prince, And Prince was like, nah. And he just did it himself. Yeah. And I mean, it turned out to be like a yeah. smash fucking hit. Yeah. I wish Prince would have sang it. Yeah. But yeah, other my my definition of a singer, what's, what's your definition of a singer? Um, I think that for all the people that we heard as some of the greatest singers, they all have in common like, it's like an element of, like, soul there. Like, the 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 music is like a depth like in the a, music. Like when Houston and Mariah Carey or... So, or, or, yes. or more, yeah, yeah, or more like, different. So, so Whitney Houston. Um, I want to use her. Aretha Franklin. The Queen of Soul. Yes. Like, it's depth in her notes, right? So, you can, like... Like sing a note and like a, or you could put some feeling into it, like hey, right? There you it's go. A, it's a difference, right? So Michael, had, well, Michael Starr got a voice, y'all. He got a voice. I know, I don't sing. <laughs> uh, we we've had we've had the discussion about Aretha and Patty for a very long time, and I've always maintained the position that Patty Labelle should not be in the same conversation as Aretha Franklin. Like, Aretha Franklin Ooh. is a way better singer, but Patti LaBelle is a much better performer. She's a great performer and entertainer. Well, she can sing, yeah. but, like, Aretha's thing is singing. Like, she 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 does that better than anything else. I think that Patti LaBelle is a better performer and entertainer than she is a singer. She is just a person who can sing. I don't know. because I, 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 I have to disagree with that simply because Patti LaBelle. No, because like Patti LaBelle. Yeah. Baker, like, it's so many yeah, I got you. I got you. much better examples of yeah, singers. But you have to think about it too. Patti LaBelle has a di different distinctive voice. And her voice is more of like a soprano to where she can go low. But then she could project it as high as she can. And it's a very powerful voice to where she can actually sing without the vocal. I mean, sing sing without the mic. She can actually step back like 10, 20 feet and still sing. And you can actually hear her. I get what you're saying, but I have yeah, to say that she opinion. also she's also a good singer, though. I, got, I got you. I'll be, be ruffling fellas when yeah. I say that. But it's just the element of, it's just that, that element of soul. Yeah. That I think. Yeah, now so. Yes, Aretha Franklin. I give you that. That separates people from uh, being singers and then people who can sing, right? Yeah. Like, dude from, from the hood that can run fast. He's a person who can run. He might not be a runner. He's not He's not Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt is a runner. He His body is designed for it. Yeah. He is a runner. Through. Michael Phelps is a swimmer through and through. Long wingspan, webbed feet. His ankles can turn in a degree, uh, so many degrees more than a regular person. Like, if it ever was a, a human who was designed for swimming, it's Michael Phelps. He's a swimmer. And if you took swim lessons at your Y, you are a person.